What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the American Podcast, where our diversity is our culture. Today, we have an old school crew that I grew up with from the 90s. I couldn't even tell you. Maybe, I don't know, it was early 90s to like mid 90s. This was a family back in the day. Uh, and this is P-Funk. I was going to say psychotic funk, but what do we say? Do we say, do we say P-Funk or psychotic funk? Psychotic funk, P-Funk, all that Right. Hey, call us what you want. Just don't call us collect. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Well, we got at least three of the original members. You guys want to introduce yourselves? We are the only original members. Oh, you are the only. Okay. With the only original members of P-Funk, can you guys introduce yourself? Starting with uh, the guy with the, the, the hood, hoodie, red hoodie. Well, you see, I'm Chad Richmond, a.k.a. Chant. Mirage. Yes, sir. Um, that's me. Cool. All right. Yeah. And, and whoever's making the drink there? Yo, this Novell. Exact. Back then, people maybe know Runt. I don't know, but I didn't really, you know, use that name too too often. But uh, Novell, y'all know what it is. Yes, sir. You were Runt, bro. Quit playing. You were Runt, <laughs> Runt Rock. Runt Rock. I was the youngest in the crew back then. That's that's why. I remember that. And then yeah, the last one. I got the still the youngest. Still actually, like um, they called me Swipe back then. Yep. Because you like to steal your shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, motherfucker. Because I used to have dope ass swipes, motherfucker. Who's <laughs> playing me? <laughs> I feel your shit too. <laughs> you look did. at that. You guys are already jumping off. Okay, um, so here we go. We got P Funk here, everyone, and uh, I, I kind of want to know, uh, just to start it there. How did you guys all get together? That's well, a hard question. Yeah. Really no, really. Well, well, you, I you, do. you, you, you could even start with like what crews you guys were from <laughs> before P Funk started. Well, yeah. OG, OG plays school society here. Uh-huh. Actually, Chad was probably like our mentor, like the big homie back then. Like he was always like that that B-boy in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? And when he was staying over there in, in Kearney Mesa, he used to always have the cardboard, the linoleum, everything in the garage. And that was like our go-to spot. You know about the spot. Right there by Argyle. Oh, I do. And, and I and, know lots of people do. A lot of people, <laughs> even talking with the pe- the last crews I talked to, they already knew. You could just roll up to Chad's spot and the garage be open and it's on. Yeah. yeah. He was just like that. He was the neighborhood, the real B-boy. Like, flares to 1990s when we was like, bro, I'm just trying to learn how to fucking jackhammer <laughs> and cricket. And you know what I'm saying? And he, he pretty much taught us pretty much a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that's you, how we formed. So you guys... I, mean, I was a pioneer in most of that shit. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of people looked up to you back then. But as far as P-Funk goes, Gerard and Novell, you guys used to just go to his house? Is that how you just linked oh. up? So for me, back then, you know, I was in the other way, other stuff, gangbanging and playing sports and all this other stuff. But I would always hear Chad's name. I used to go to school with his sister. And then... um you know, he would always tell me about him dancing and, and things like that. And, you know, he he just always came up when it came to dancing. And uh, me and my boy Justice, hopefully he can get on sooner or later. But uh, 
you know, we, we, we wanted to cruise over there. Gerard used to be in the hood with us also too. And yeah, so we just decided to roll up over there, over that garage and, and see what, see what's popping, see what's happening. And then from there it was, it was on. Right. And and then I, I know there was like a, a couple names before P-Funk. Do you remember those? I do. Conflicting elements. Conflicting elements. I actually thought that was like one of the baddest names out there. How come you guys I changed that? Elements. What, why why did you guys change that? Conflicting elements was pretty badass. But, what, but how come you guys changed that to P-Funk? I was curious. We don't know. Well, I don't remember. Yeah, it really wasn't, it was never really changed. We just like, it was an addition to what they already had going on. Cause actually Chad used to do like graffiti and we used to all fuck around. Like, you know, Novell's brother, Ivan was really heavy in the graffiti and, and, you know, just bombing, you know what I mean? So a, a lot of that element played into what created us as like B-boys and formed us as a team. But that was like our mark to be a part of what Chad and everybody else was already doing. Right. You know what I mean? Right, when it came right. to, you know, B-boy shit. Okay. And then the name P-Funk, how'd that come about? Well, I mean, it was short for Psychotic Funk, you know. We came up with the name Psychotic Funk. We just said P-Funk. I think it happened with Urban. Urban Dynamics changed their name from Street Something to Urban Dynamics. And we were they like... Were roughneck, uh, roughneck Swingers. Roughneck Swingers. Yeah, roughneck Swingers. Roughneck Swingers. And then they changed their name to Urban Dynamics. And we were... Uh, like, you know what, fuck that. That's, that's uh, I mean, excuse my language. <laughs> Sorry, podcast people. Hey, but, rest uh, in peace yeah. to Jeremy, though, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely rest in peace From to Jeremy. Neck, you know what I'm talking about? Man, dope, dope, yeah. dope, dope. Yeah. Um, and what, what year was this? This is 93, 92? 93. 93? No, 94. 94 was the year we did the grind. Nah. Yeah. 95, 96. What's that? Oh, that's way late. No, that's way too late. No, it was not really? No, it was before that, bro. That's way <laughs> before like... that. Yeah, it no, was way before that. that. Yeah, real shit. My bad. Because mystery, mystery wasn't with us. Yeah, maybe it was ninety-five. Because mystery was on the grind. We didn't know mystery then. But I, I think it was no. even before the grind, though, because, I, I mean, this is my memory. And the, the the thing about this podcast, you know what I mean? Like, this series is 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 trying to remember stuff from back 30 years ago. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of tough. So l- let me just try to backtrack and think. I believe B-Boy Summit 1 was in, like, 94 or 95. Before. And so it was before that. Yeah. Right? So not too, not too much before that, though. Right, so I, I would I would clock it in as ninety four. Yeah, I'd, I'd say around ninety four. Ninety five, bro. Right. Ninety five, bro. It's not that's that's you guys to decide. What, what about you, Noval? Do you remember? Man, I I, I want to say ninety three because the thing that strikes my head is always that Souls of Mischief song. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we was getting it on, you know, pretty much before that. That's um, real. Yeah. So the, I I want to clock it at ninety three. To be honest with you. All right, I don't want to give um, anyone a headache here, but it's around that time frame. Okay. It's we'll around leave, there, 1994, we'll, 95. We'll leave it at that. Um, back then, in that time frame, there was a couple different dancing styles, and I know everyone was switching between the two. How did you guys start the dance? Was it we like back universe. then it was grooving, housing, and breaking? Like, was How would you describe your, your style? We were I think we had a combination. Yeah, I think we was a little bit of we was a little bit of everything. We grooved. So we could actually battle cats that was just straight groovers 
or we could step in and battle cats on some straight b-boy shit like we was just pretty much a little bit of everything like if you stepped in the session or you know what yeah. i'm saying we, we could hop in and we had somebody for something of everything right 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 well and then and then um you guys had your own style i believe uh can you guys describe your own style it was everything. Our style was everything. But individually, was, like Chad, what what about you? What were you like? Were you like, were you a popper? Were you a, a b boy more so? Or what were you known for? B boy. Right. Okay. And then, did you have anyone uh, you looked up to growing up as a b boy? You're like, I want to be like that dude. Um, I can't say that I really did have anybody. I mean, I started it one day. Because it was something I did when I was a kid, like when it really first started back in like '85. Um, and then uh, we met a couple people up at the distillery one night, and I was like, "Damn, people break dancing still." Okay. So I got out there and did some moves, and everybody was like, "Holy shit, this dude is dope!" <laughs> and then I just fell in love with it again. Okay, what year was that? What are we thinking? Uh, man. I'd have to say like '88, '89, maybe. Oh wow! Okay. Maybe '90. Maybe '90. Okay. And then what? what think, go ahead. Um, That's when I got recruited into Psychotic Funk. Was that, we're not Psychotic Funk, but Play School Society was that night at the Steelers. Okay. So that that must have been like 91 is my guess because. Yeah, like 90, 91. Yeah, something like that, right? Okay. And then who recruited you? Bleach and Mike Martin. Ooh, okay. There's actually. Mike Martin. There's actually, I was actually uh, kicking it with them, uh, Mike, today. I don't know if you saw that picture. Really? Yeah, so I was with Mike today. But um, I have a, I have a question, just because it's come up a couple times. Do you remember how the how the crew play school got put together? I know this is the P-Funk one, but this is kind of backtracking from another story. Um, I'm not quite sure how P-Funk got started, but I remember when it started, it was Eddie Francis. Um, what was that? The other guy's name? Oh man, Alan. No, nah, it was Alan. Yeah, Alan. And, uh, my dog's good. Um, nah, what was that other guy's name? Eddie. Okay. Eddie and Eddie. Okay. I, I got you. So I'm just going to make it real quick. So it, it sounds like two crews, because this, from my understanding, two crews got together and made play school. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. We're going to, we're going to skip all that and then kind of continue. Um, and we're talking about different styles. I'm going to show you something. If you guys ever seen this, you guys ever seen that one? That's Gerard. Hey. That's me and the run guy. Oh, is that me? <laughs> is that B-Boy Summit? That is. Wow. B-Boy Summit 1. So yeah, I need to copy that footage, Delta. Psychotic Funk shirt. Okay, we was rocking, huh? Oh, is that when we was battling Rock Steady? Yep. Woo. Look at that. Damn, controlling the whole circle. Oh, Just Angel. Yep. Yo, definitely got our own style. <laughs> Yo, this is crazy to look at. 
Oh, dude, dude. Like that thing between your legs, dude. That was the sickest shit I've seen, Nobel. Yo, that shit was dope right there. That was like Nobel's signature move and shit. Yep. Oh, my God. Nelson, I need this footage, bro. Okay, I'm just glad you guys didn't see it before because uh, I saw it not too long ago, and I thought, like, oh, I will For definitely Harvard. send it over. It's actually, it's actually online. It's on, it's on YouTube. Everything lives on YouTube right now. So I'm gonna send I'm you guys the link. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Oh, I got it. Yeah, maybe I'm searching for the wrong thing or something. Hey, man, I've been trying to tell my kids now. One. You got to show them. Now I got some proof to show them. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey, Nelson. Yeah. Off subject. You know, behind you, them posters on the little um. Yep. The pictures you got in the back from everybody skates. Yep. Uh, my brother and Alfonso Ross. That's him. That's him. Yeah, I got a couple. I got four four pieces in here. That's from him. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, we got P-Funk in the house here. Um, and we, we just want to know a little bit about the, the, the time in the 90s, how you guys live. Can you guys describe, like, what life was like? Oh, my God. It was, like, basically going to Chad's pad. It was like our second home, driving his mom crazy because we out there dancing three in the morning, you know, she walking out every five minutes talking about cut the music down, get the hell out of here. But then (laughs) the next day waking up, like standing there watching us bust in the garage, you know what I mean? It was like literally our, our hub. It was our rec center. Like if, if a rec center had basketball hoops and gymnastics and gymnasiums, his garage pretty much had everything we needed. Couches, beds. That's where we was at. And we lived a block from basically the liquor store. So we went there to get our snacks, our Dr. Pepper, yeah. our cigarettes, whatever we needed. But we lived the life like 24-7. It was never a, you know, uh, we meet up twice a week. We was with each other 24 hours a day, every single day. Yeah. It was distilleries. When these cats was a little bit older than us, me and Novell, we in the car in Riverside at Metropolis in the parking lot at Metro because we couldn't get the motherfucker in. We used to just trail these motherfuckers and bust in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when we hit 18, it was a rap city, nigga. <laughs> yeah, and then we all hit 21. It was then, too. It was a rap, rap then. Nice. But Novell, you, you got some memories from back then? Oh, man, I got a ton of memories, bro. Um, most of the times, it's, it's always battle. You know what? I, I just want to say something real quick, too. Uh, play school because y'all 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 is the main reason why a lot of us is even here you know what I mean like I just remember Michelle used to come over to the house and when I used to live in Linda Vista Circle and that was the main reason also too why I started dancing she was a a, a good inspiration to me I, I love Michelle and That's she awesome. you know I don't even know if she remember me, remember me or not but dude she was dope and then uh besides that though man like Day in, day out, didn't matter what time of the hour, we would always be up in that garage just dancing, just dancing, dancing, dancing. Um, so many memories. Uh, man, Richard Apaez, he used to come pick me up all the time. And, yeah. and you know, we'd go over to the to the garage and it didn't matter what time or day, you know, he used to come in his little slam truck and, you know, hmm. we used to just, you know, do yeah, our thing and stuff. Man, uh, so many nights, like, just battling. Like, we didn't, we didn't, we just wanted to get our name out there. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't matter who it was. We just want to get get known, get our name out there, get sponsored, you know, all that, man. 
Wait, Nelson. Yep. Bro, we used to come to your pad, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't get to make a cardboard out of my crib, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there lot, lots, of, lots of different places. But Chad's pad really, really stood out to me. And one thing I, I don't think I ever got the answer to, but I always wondered, what was that pink tile all about? Like, where do you get that from? I've never seen that before. <laughs> Man, we got that from Home Depot. It was my mom. I, I think I jacked that shit you from somewhere. It. No, actually, you did, huh? No. That was yeah. Florida. No, we stole that shit, bro. We stole that shit. <laughs> oh, man. The, I had the other tile looking shit in there before. All got <laughs> he said that pink tile. Do, yeah, do you guys remember that pink tile? That thing was crazy. Hell yeah. We spray painted people. We had hit up on it, graffiti on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, how, how many people were in P Funk back then? You remember? Can, can I hear some names, actually? Shit. We grew, bro. Yeah, no, we was over, it was like, we have the original cats, but then we grew to over, oh, like, 30, over like 30 cats. Oh, but, like, man. then we had the younger generation, too, that we had Kid and all the younger cats. Psychotic Funk, we had Psychotic Funk Juniors. Wow. So we had, like, it wasn't just us. We, we had our camp, our edition. But a bunch of younger cats from the neighborhood too that used to get down. Yeah, and we had P Funk, Tula Vista. Um, yeah, you you got some names of those people. So if they're listening right now, they'll I mean, shout out like I oh, just know yeah. some from P Funk in general, like you know Tyrone Uncle, Jones. Uncle. That was from Oceanside. Oceanside. Yeah. Um, shit. Sonic. Matt. Duff, Matt. My boy Marlon. Sonic. Marlon, yeah. 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 Marlon. Man. Um, Marlon was probably the first one who really got down with us um, when we first started off from us three. Marlon was the first one in besides you three? After us three. Um, He was our main main popper. I remember. He would just do that blinking thing. Yeah. He would do all that. He was real animated. He was. And Styles. Styles. We had a lot of, outside of just psychotic funk though. We had a um, we had a lot of allies, yeah, that weren't actually just down with us immediately. Because when I say immediate, it's like like my boys and you know psychotic funk. We was daily, but then mm-hmm. we had we had other camps that would show up at distillery, firehouse, after dark, you know, <laughs> Rainbow Cafe downtown. Rainbow like Cafe. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of different spots to where we would just. Pull up to yeah. just a vibe and dance. You know what I mean? Right, right. And we would leave and vibe and dance. damn. I don't even. Th- damn, that's crazy. I'm I'm naming names that are just coming off top right now. Rainbow Cafe. Yeah, you probably never even said that for thirty. Yeah. Cutfather, rest in peace. I remember we were busting the night he was rhyming, and that was one of the nights that inspired me to be on some rap shit for real. Because we all rapped, but it was never publicly. Yeah. It was just you know we'd have our little freestyle sessions. Which molded us into what we are now, but you know, besides all that, yeah, Rainbow Cafe was fucked. It was right yeah. down. The, it was it was right down the street from um, what's the spot they had the it's records downtown? there? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was at like some spot, wasn't it? Like close to the mall down there. Yeah, by Horton Plaza. Yep, yep. I remember that. That that place. Real was underground, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of great venues out there. Do you guys remember any other venues that he didn't? He, I know he not he named a bunch of them. Oh, Man, um, World Beat Center. You guys, you guys World were at Beat. World Beat a lot. World Beat was bro. You yeah. forgot about World Beat Center. 
Yeah. Um, back then, uh, you know, everyone battled. There was, there, are there any battles that stood out to you guys? Yeah, I remember a solid one. Go for we it. We was battling Daisy Tribe from Oceanside on New Year's. Oh, shit, that night. Man. Yeah, but, hey, much love to Daisy Tribe. We order. We have no yeah. beef with nobody on no personal. Anybody we had enemies with, it was, it was B-Boy enemy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was never on no fight shit, but this night when they did the there. countdown, <laughs> they did the countdown at Distillery at midnight, and we was battling Daisy Tribe, and we just started fighting. We just cared that much. Like, we ain't losing. Fuck y'all. We rocking. You know what I mean? But, yeah, we we battled a lot of cats, man. We used, to, we used to battle every time we stepped in the venue, Roughneck Swingers. You know what Everything. I'm saying? Yeah, which I love all them from the whole camp. All their whole yeah, family is like I, I love all them. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all them. Yeah, all, yeah. All, all roughneck. You know what I'm saying? And they was yeah. real out here. Yeah. But um, them and I, we had battled um at B Boy Summit down at the convention center. We battled Rocksteady. I think some of the footage you had on there was, I think from when we battled Rocksteady. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think that was one of our most legendary battles, like real testy, like damn. Rush, rock steady, dude. That yeah, was, that was that was some big stage stuff for sure. Even yeah. Charlie Rock was like, holy. Well, shit, it was like, all of us combined, though. You know, it was yeah. it was it was us in high school, and that's when I believe when we was THC. Yeah. Oh yeah. Time has come. Yeah, and so, so that's when we kind of stepped out on them at that battle. Yeah, so so because I was such a kid back then, how did how did some of those sponsors come about? I don't know. We had so many people like from word of mouth about who we were that people just at, at venues would just come up to us and talk to us about sponsoring us, and um, we used to get a hey. lot of different shows going on just from word of mouth. Like we'd be breaking in, in some. World Beat Center or something, and somebody will come up to us and say, "Hey, we're doing this. We would love for you guys to come out and do this show for us." Yeah, it was crazy because it it really back then it really even wasn't about the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. We just wanted clothes. <laughs> right, right. So, so give us some t shirts and some sweats, and we rock it. We pull it up. <laughs> Nate, remember, go ahead. Nate, Nate, name some remember, of those companies. Well, I remember one specifically that stood out to me. And we was we had just got back from like battling somebody, and we went to somewhere in East Dago, and we was trying to uh, do a show for Ripe, I believe it was Ripe Clothing Company. Oh shit! And I remember, I remember on the concrete. I remember uh, No Soul came down, and, and my boy Ek Eric had came yeah. down. And Ek, my nigga. Hey Ek, man, that man, that's my that's family, family right there, there man. Too, man, that fool was awesome. Yeah, man, he's super dope, bro. He used to do that cherry drop that was crazy. Yeah. But what about Sakari? Sakari also. Oh, yeah. Uh, what about Sakari? Shout out to Sakari, too. Um, no. shit, House Tribe. House, House Tribe. tribe. But, so, I, I, real quick, um, Novell. Dark Side, bro, we could go on for days. I know, a ton oh, of people. Side. But I was curious, what, what happened at that battle? Did, did you guys take somebody down at that battle? With that one you were talking about, Novell, with uh, that. Uh... Well, the one with uh, the one that uh, right, it was just for a sponsorship. It really oh. wasn't a battle. Did it you get? Did, did you get the sponsorship? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah! yeah but you know what's crazy though? 
I look back on it now, it's like the gear was sort of weird, huh? It was. It didn't matter, though. <laughs> I know, but, fine. dude, I, we look like Circle K workers, but them motherfuckers, was, they was plugging us. <laughs> right? There were a bunch they of companies. for real. But it felt good just to have somebody that believed in you and had your back and, you know what I'm saying, seeing that, yo, we going to support you. Because back then it was like, this was before MySpace, my G, you know what I'm talking about? So it was like if if you were known, you were known from being out in the streets, the blocks, the venues. You was like out in the scene. Nowadays, you could never step in the scene and just post some shit on social media, and now you that guy. Like mm-hmm. right. that's fucking. We had to step out to show who we were. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Just like you know everybody else who was in the scene at that time. Definitely. Yeah. Everyone was fighting for respect and 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 to yeah. be known. Yeah. Um, there was a story we, we actually talked last week, uh, Gerard, before you got there, but, uh, we brought this up. Do, do you remember a time when we were dancing at the stadium and why we were doing it? We were dancing at the stadium and it was like, we had a, we had like every 20 minutes we had to move to a different section and it was like, we were street dancing. Do you remember Fuck. that? I remember, but I sort of don't. I don't why either. I, I, I want to say. It was like for a dance studio or someone sponsored us and they paid us. I think they paid us to to dance yep. and, and promote their like dance studio or something like that. It was a dance studio. I forget the dude's name. He used to have dark hair. Um, not Joanne's dance studio, was it? Or, uh, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, because it was, it was in a weird spot. Like it was in a high traffic spot. At, and we would have to keep moving, like, oh, move, everyone move, and then we'd have just, and then the uh, the floor wasn't even, like, flat. It was, like, kind of at an angle, and it wasn't even, like, f- super flat. I don't know if you guys remember, hmm. but, yeah, that, that oh, was wait, a wild wait. one. Y'all remember this Cosmo Swingle movie? Oh, at, uh, Paramount, at the Paramount Picture yeah, Place? Paramount oh. Pictures, when I had my arm broken, I couldn't really dance. Yeah. What was that? Was that? Yeah, we shot a movie at Paramount. Oh, I remember you guys did that. And then we did that video for uh, Juicy Juicy. Who was that? Uh, God, it was like MC Eddie Rabbi or some crap like that. Nah, I got one for y'all, motherfuckers. I got one for y'all. Spreckle Theater. Spreckle Theater, quit playing. With Father, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Father MC, but hold Father on. Father MC, yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, God, what was the, the, it was, the, the... Nah, he's... Nah, he's a producer now, which is the homie. Run, he ran the, the, the most recent Batcave out of Dago, but I think... Um, shit. Jazzy. DJ, or Jazz. Fuck, man. He gonna be mad at me for this when he's seeing. I'm not even remembering his name, but <laughs> he's running back cave. He's he, he's dope as shit. He's killing it right now in the music game. But he's just jazz. Went to motherfucking um city college. Yeah. Production. Now he ran the back cave on that. Now he's doing like, you know, this worldwide production beats and everything, engineering, but he was singing. Remember with the twins? When we did when we when we did all we did like a a dance segment at Spreckles Theater, and they um 
when they sang and rapped. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. We took third place. And no, I we didn't. We took second. We took second place. Oh, we had third. Fucking we tell us we took third. took first. You're right. Should have right. took first. We should have took first. Should have took first. But we should have taken first. You're right. Who took first? And I remember the check bouncing for that. And my mom actually gave us the money out of the damn Yeah. The, See, we the were so proud bounced. of small shit, man. Yeah. We were so proud of small shit, bro. I think we went and blew that money on some Janko outfits or something. <laughs> I think so. Probably something stupid. Right? Well, t- t- talking about gear uh, and back then, where would you get your gear from? Shit, Jankos, anything baggy. <laughs> um, it was like cross colors. Like we were real colorful back then and baggy. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, you know what I mean? What bra- you could, you could. What other brand, What other brands stand out to you? Jinko. Uh... Janko was like the main one back then. Cross colors. Cross colors. Oh, Kanai. Yep. Um, Kanai. Um, Tribal. But there was a lot of tribal. You know what I'm saying? We used to rep for the graphs and the the graph scene and the locals and shit. And basically, back then, anything free. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. We didn't really care about looking super like clean and super fly because we was on the ground most of the time because we was B-boys. We was fucking closed up. We just needed to be loose. And I used to hate to dance in tight shit. I used to think, you know, with looser gear, you fucking look more fucking wiggly and especially in grooving. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and do you remember, because I feel like this is all different, all the crews, everyone shared clothes. Yeah, pretty much. Did you? Yep. Fuck did, yeah! <laughs> reality. And you, you got to ask somebody like, "Hey Chad, uh, do you got my uh, green hoodie that I had? Because I'm about to wear that today." No, sir. No, sir. That's that's the realest shit you ever said. <laughs> we all shared clothes. Like shit. That was crazy, we had right? A fucking, like, hell you, yeah! You, you, we your wardrobe was shared. <laughs> we didn't share boxers and socks. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, but no, nigga. Let's ring that shirt out. I'm throwing that on today. <laughs> that was so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I know. Um, you know, you guys were in early, earlier in the '90s. You guys were dancing, and then you guys started progressing. Like hip hop was originally for you guys dancing, and then evolved. How did that uh, evolve into? Um, I think that. When it comes to like the b boy time that we was all involved, like I said, we was doing music back then too. We, you know, we dance, but then we freestyle all the time. That was just us behind closed doors. Right. But um, there was times where we we would go we would go out to um, venues and we would bust. And I remember I think b boy summit four. We was hitting the floor busting, and then they had artists hitting the stage, and I looked at it like, fuck, they're reaching a bigger crowd than us reaching whoever's around us. Right. And we always wanted to touch people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess you could touch a certain surroundings and a circle of people, but when you hit that stage, you could touch a more broad audience and you could venture out more. I think that was our segue into being on this mic shit. Right, right. On this rap shit, you know what I mean? And so you guys start converting at some point. What year was that? 
Yeah, around the yeah. same time. I'd say like nine seven, nine six, nine seven, nine eight, around there. What do you think, Nobel? Uh, maybe about that. I just remember, I remember being in fourth and B, and then that's when I felt like, man, there's too many fly ass women over here. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't just be spinning around on the floor anymore. You know what I mean? Like, there's just way too many fly females for me to just be on this floor, head spinning and shit. You know what I'm saying? Some of them would catch, you know, give you that attention, but then some of them would be like. Is this nigga spinning on spinning on the floor like <laughs> in a in a dress? Because you know you can you go to the club you you couldn't wear you know there's a dress code you know what I'm saying? Uh, so you know what I mean like I couldn't be up in there you know in supply ass gear break it you know what I mean like just get busy. <laughs> so that's when the transition kind of happened for me. Nice. You know what I mean like yeah yeah fuck them bitches man. <laughs> My focus was never really the chicks, man. I just sucks. I was like so in love with this hip hop shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was like I, it was like these these bitches. Excuse my French and shit, but these bitches, man, was never like I wanted to go spin on my head, get my hands dirty, spin on my back, groove because there was a certain type of chick that was attracted to this dance shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want that square shit. I was just like. You gonna respect me for trying to spin on my head when I leave out of here? <laughs> but yeah, we did our dance shit. I think the rap shit opened us up to a wider audience. Um, but it was all hip hop connected, you know, because we've always been like, if it's not graffiti, if it's not b boy, if it's holding the mic, we was attached to some element. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's just we we love this hip hop shit. At the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. So so hip hop in the nineties is kind of like. What what this show's really all about? Um, so whether it's dancing or graffiti, DJing, rapping, whatever it is, um, that's what it's really all about. So you know whether it's uh, dancing or, or rapping, do you guys remember any shows that stand out to you guys when you guys were doing music? Yeah. Did them all, but or hey, maybe um we trailed the up and smoke with. Oh, wait, you want to talk about that, Nozo? Good. Oh, what's that? Um, we trailed the Up and Smoke tour. We was in Seattle, Washington. Snoop, Dre, Eminem, the whole shit out in Seattle. But we was with um Peter Smolik, Brandon Turner, and everybody else in the skate circuit because that was like our outlet into the game. They like brought us into their world to help really give us a good identity. You know what I mean? Nice. Because we wasn't really doing shit locally, but freestyling, battling, and doing local shows. Yeah. When we was in Seattle, shit, met Donna Karen at the bar, freestyling for her at El Gaucho's, remember? Yeah, man. We had some times, bro. We walked into we walked into the W right before we opened up at the Up and Smoke, the Osiris Storm um, tour, and it was fucking the Five Footers in there. It was fucking um, the drummer from... Um, Bro, it was every it was Nate Dog. It was everybody, corrupt. bro. Wow, it man, was, it was crazy. And, and, and Lil B, if y'all, you know, Brandon Turner, my boy, we were so faded up in that place, man. He over here sitting on DJ Jam's records and shit, <laughs> about to break his records and shit. Oh man, that was crazy. No, was we was crazy. at the fucking um, you know, the spot where and uh, you go down the hill and Smolik fucking did the the skateboard where you. Just on your back wheels down the whole hill, you know, on the skateboard shit. 
we go to this restaurant down in um down fucking Seattle, all the way at the bottom where they throw the fish in the spot. Yeah. <laughs> we go to this restaurant and Brandon, I think it's twenty at the time. <laughs> the bitch pulls his ID apart and says, This is a fake ID. And he goes, Bitch, did you have to fuck up my ID? <laughs> the fake ID yes. That shit was funny as hell. <laughs> Seattle was cracking though. We happened to be there. That was when prime time cut father, I think Lighty and a lot of the uh the homeboys from the Little Vista was out there rocking and doing their thing on pirate radio out there. So we happened to connect with a lot of our San Diego family. You know what I mean? That's so yeah. cool. So cool to be able to party with your San Diego people in another city. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you were talking, I'm, I'm going back a little to the dancing there. Um, and you were talking about like how, you know, you'd walk into a place and there would be, you know, certain crews that maybe, maybe you guys battled all the time, but was there like a super rival crew that like every time you saw them, like you had to get them? I think yeah. every dynamics was like every time we step out, we see each other, man. It's just like on site, yeah, all the time. But it's it's, it's and it was just a, a fight for respect, right? I mean, you guys never went at it. Fuck no, nah. Those nah, are our yeah. neighborhood homies. Actually, they from our neighborhood too. They live in Claremont, Claremont, the Blue Roofs, and all like our surrounding yeah. areas because we currently Claremont, Linda Vista. You know what I mean? Above right. the eight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those were our just. Not our immediate clique, but our step in the scene rivals. But we we b boys at that time. You know what I mean? So, I don't get, everybody was an enemy, right? Because our clique was our clique. Like if we stepped out, we rocking against anybody. If you ain't rolling with us, you ain't riding with us. You against us. We just wanted to battle and do the do the dance shit. But it was never no. Hey, when I see you, I'm gonna shoot you, or you know, no. Nah, it was never none of that crazy shit. It was like we b boys. Like if we rap, we rap. If we dance, we dancing right now. You know, I remember we battled um, Delivery Boys at fucking um one of the first earlier freestyle sessions in Chula Vista. Yeah, and I was like, Donnie is a crazy motherfucker, Chad. You better get this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that boy was crazy. Yeah. He yeah, Ch- no, yeah. Donnie, Donnie was on. Boy. Yeah, Donnie was on. Donnie and the crew, they were on just a couple days ago, and they brought up Chad's name. He really looked up oh, to yeah. Chad. Yeah, for sure. Man, hey, Chad was our general, bro. Hey, we stepped out. And we stepped out. We knew we had this motherfucking white boy on the team. Nobody could fuck with us because we knew we had. He was our go-to. But right. we was the we we was the cadets. Like, all right, I'm gonna go in here and do my part. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he taught us well, man. He he hella gave us structure, taught us how to do motherfucking nickels without fucking up our shoulders. Cause our shoulders were bleeding at two in the morning trying to do these fucking nickels. I'm like, dude, how come your head don't hurt and your shoulders ain't fucked up right now? You know what I'm talking about? Man, there were so many dope crews back then too, bro. I'm just thinking about all the people, uh, you know, Berkeley and Zoom and all them back in the days and yeah. No Soul. Right. You know what I mean? Antoine E.K. and all them and, and like... uh yeah, obviously, play school and, and, and dude, when we used to go to the three style attraction little um, little events, dude, they used to be on and pop it. Like, yeah, three style rock. Right. Those those undergrounds, right? Yeah. Even even before a lot of them them cats, a lot of my older mentors though to keep it a buck was like you know what I'm saying like my older brothers, fucking Charlie Rock before he was yeah. DJing. 
He used to fucking, he was that dude, bro. Like when I was young and in the fourth grade, I would be seeing Charlie Rock running through Murphy Canyon and Terry Santa with my older brothers and them getting down on cardboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think Before they were one nation. Were throwing on one Michael Jackson glove sequin. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, those was like my real gumbies. And those was like my older homeboys who were mentors to where it grew me to get together with these cats and, you know, form yeah. some nice. Jack, Jack Nico. The One Nation uh, guys. They were definitely like people that I looked up to at the time, too. So. Chad, yeah. hey, I have a question. I'm not the host, but Chad, did you ever do the Soul Train shit? Because I remember motherfuckers used to go to that Soul Train shit to wait in line to... No, we, we were going to do the Soul Train, but we didn't. We ended up doing that dance thing for Joanne's Dance Studio. Me and Blackie yeah. and Gumby and Charlie Rock and Jack and Blackie, Nico. oh my God. Yeah. Wow. He was from Boots Without a Soul, and then he joined Place with Society with me. And then after that, we're all people. Yo, man, I remember my dude Dash, too, from Oceanside. We used to rock with a lot of folks from Oceanside, too. Yeah. Dash, yeah. shout out to Dash Eye. That's my dog. Zone. Zone. Hey, but we all got branded, though, bro. There's over 40 cats with this PF brand, though, man. Yeah, yeah, Psychotic fun. 40 people got that? Yo, hold on, the brand. <laughs> hey, hey, Nelson, let me tell you how we got these brands, bro. I, I think I was there for a couple, Jazz but go ahead. fucking ass wants to go form the hangers like we horses and shit. Oh, <laughs> Over the We're like, no, we was like, y'all down for this shit? Y'all want to get down with us? But we had to be the first ones if we was going to have anybody else to get down. <laughs> right. So I was like, dude, this shit's going to hurt. My dad's going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this fucker formed some hangers in the, in, the, um, in the letter P and the letter F over the fucking stove until the shit turns bright red. And we're over there like, fuck it, let's do it, man. We down for this shit. Brrr, starts hitting our arms and we smell like cooked meat. Bro, so and you wait, hold on, no, hold on, hold on. We cannot put a shirt on because it'll stick to the shit. I'm at my pad Saturday morning after we chilling from distilleries, busting, getting down. I'm at my pad and my dad opens up my door and goes, "Hey, boy, you want some breakfast?" And I didn't have my shirt on. He said, "What the fuck is that on your arm?" I said, "I'm fucked." Uh, I said, it's my dance group. He said, fuck your dance group, nigga. <laughs> I started getting tattoos ever since then. <laughs> fuck it. I'm exposed. Oh, man. Wow. He said, you want some breakfast? Boy, what the fuck's that on your arm? I can't lie about that. It was there. <laughs> I just remember coming, coming over. And then all of a sudden, y'all held me down on the we was on the couch in the living room, and y'all grabbed me by my arms. I think it was Puzzle, you, Gerard, Gerard had just got in, and held me down. And I was like, "What the fuck is y'all doing?" You know, I'm like 13, 14 at the time. Get down and lay down. down. I mean, that's pretty. That's what he said. Get down and lay down. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And they're showing me their arms. And next thing you know, sizzling like. Oh, Hey, Nelson, Nelson, you know what's crazy? What's that? Everybody, I think we branded motherfuckers that wasn't even them with the group. 
We just had random motherfuckers like, you want to get down? <laughs> I remember that. Remember, uh, God, what was that guy's name? Brian or something like that? Oh, shit. We had security. We were so dope, we had security, dude. Yes. Yeah. We had security, bro. You had security? uh, Oh, God. Wow. We had had security, bro. Limo drivers and shit, like William. Oh, yeah. Wow. Fuck, we used to drive in that Jeep, huh? Yeah. Or the Bronco. Bronco. Mm-hmm. He just used to drive us around to events and stand yeah, around yeah. us like he was ready to fight somebody. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, he might get beat up if we bring him around some of the people we know. But he, <laughs> but he was, was with the smoke. White dude, though. Yeah, yeah, he was He was corn-fed, though. He had our back, though. He was hella solid. Chad, yeah. I, we can't really hear you. I, I don't know if you're too far from the camera, but sometimes we can't hear Maybe. you. But uh, I'm going to just go Never back ready? real quick because I was share, uh, talking with Mike, Mike recently, and he was talking about he used to super hang out with you guys. Then he started, you guys start branding yourselves, and he was like, ooh, I got to get out. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the pretty dude, though. He was like. He was, uh huh. He was. He was like the pretty dude. Mike was cool, man. Yeah. Then he I was out. Yeah. Wow. Oh, black. Oh, black Mike. Yeah. yeah black Mike. Dredge. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been kicking it with him the last week or two. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's that's crazy. a homie, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, I said, what's happening? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, said, what up? <laughs> well, we, the, hey, the, hey, the thing about it though is, when we got these brands, though, bro, that's one of the. Uh, that's one of the brands that I put on my body that I'll never regret because it was some of the best times of my life and it helped like with my click and the cats that, you know, we ran with and fuck with that era, like help create who I am now. You know what I mean? I'll never ever regret that one brand I got. And I'll, I'm psychotic funk for the rest of my life. Dude. Yes, sir. So they had uh, Hey, uh, you guys remember who we branded on the feet? Who do we brand on the feet? Was that bleach? Yeah, Bleach. I think it was Bleach. He was our groover. What? On the foot? On the foot. Because he didn't want the arm because he worked. He had a good job, I think, back then or some shit. <laughs> that's the worst. Like, Let's though. Get the foot. The foot got that's, right on the bottom of the foot. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's probably when he was like, all right, I'm moving to Vegas. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we got theme too. I forgot about theme and them. Oh, There's a whole thing with theme at the top when all that shit happened. With just with, with what Jay. about the just what about the little Asian homies from Linda Vista though? Psychotic Funk Juniors. Uh huh. Kearney Mesa Rec. Bro, Archie. Huh? Kearney Mesa Rec. Is that where they used to practice? Little itchy. Yeah, a little itchy. All No, we used to um. We used to be at um every man everywhere was a practice spot. It don't even matter where we were at. We used to fuck around everywhere. We used to practice at the Kearney Rec in the concrete right on the sides. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have filmed footage of that. Yeah, we got footage of that shit, bro. Well, it was VHS, I think back then or something. Yeah, but it was something, man. Yeah, and barbecues out there. Everywhere was a dance spot. Man, I just remember putting together so many routines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, we used to put together so many dance routines. Started yeah. teaching dance. Yep. Yeah. You know, we even was teaching dance up to up at a uh, SCPA. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. That's who had a student that was SCPA. Was that Chad? 
the stadium was FCBA. Oh, that's what the stadium was for? Yeah. Huh. I... You don't remember that? I do remember now. That he's an FCBA. I remember that. What were they were a dance academy or something? No, nah, we had went to SDPA. The school? And they had like, you know, real structured type dance. School, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we went in there like fuck it reminds me of Beach Street when your boy was brought to go do the um to go be a part of a movie or whatever. Remember the part where he went in and he danced and he goes, um, so y'all ain't gonna use my brother for the movie or whatever, and took the and his boy went over and took the the VHS tape out like he he just wanted to see himself on tape. That's her how we were when we went to SCPA because they wasn't into all the grooving and everything. They was more like because we was against eight counts that back then. Remember that shit? Yeah. yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. But we was like, no, no, we freestyling when we step out, and we went out there and busted ass. Remember that shit? Yeah, what was dope, man? Hip hop freak, remember that song? Doing that 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 shit to hip hop freak. Which joint? Talking about Willis. Um, <laughs> what you talking about, Chad? Me, me, you, Novell, Puzzle, um, somebody else. We did a out for right. That's right. That ripe dance, the the ripe uh grand opening is what it was, and we did it to hip hop freak. I forget who who sang hip hop freak, but and then uh, Freckles was uh, that that hey y'all hey y'all hey y'all ho yeah 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 I remember that one. I want to talk about some more battle shit though. Who was we rocking though? Dude, we've been so many battles I don't remember like half the battle. Well, because do you think we do you do you think we were hated or loved? I don't know. I'd, I'd say we were respected. I don't think I'm in. I think we're respected. I I would I would assume so. I mean, again, when you're out and about and you're getting and you're just getting it every night, like you can only get respect. So I I would think you were respected. Yeah. Actually, at the the end of the day, respect or hated. We didn't give a fuck. We just wanted to dance. Like, y'all want the smoke? We're going to bring it. Man, fuck that. Right. It was just a love. That's all it was, was a love. I mean. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, man. But like I said, at the end of the day, I think we were respected too. Because we was, like I said, we were teaching classes up at SCPA. That's when you was talking to, we were talking to Sandra Chavez, who's a successful dancer, dance teacher right now, coordinator. Alicia. Uh, Alicia, yep. Alicia. I mean, I was doing, uh, when I was talking to Jazrin, um, you know, I was doing, I was teaching dance up at USD um, College. And shit, man, we was doing routines over there. Yeah. That was wild, too. No, it was in the 90s. Uh, we've talked to, to different crews, and it's it's one of those things, too. Like, in the 90s, um, hip-hop had, like, violence, right? And so one one yeah. battle that I remember stands out to us was at Shea Cafe. So something popped off Shea Cafe, and our crews got in a fight. Do you remember that? Wait, where was Shea Cafe at? Because I remember the name. Shea Cafe is in uh, is at UCSD. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I remember that. Oh, so downtown, right? 
No, UCSD, no, like the campus. UCSD, bro. The campus. UCSD, La Jolla. Yeah. That was, so, that was when Mocha was there, I think, if, if I'm not mistaken. And, well, maybe Mocha was there, too, that night. And we had a big-ass fight that day, I think. There was a fight, we yeah. We fought a lot, though, to keep it a being. We fought a lot. Yeah, a lot. but so so th- this specific one w- was... I remember because it was with our crew. So we're with our new crew members. We're with Saki and China and E Swift. And something pops off. Like one of the new guys from, from P Funk pops off and wants to get at like E Swift, I think. Do you guys remember? Does, do you remember Why what do happened? I, I do. think that was Zone. 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 Was he just yeah, like a hot one or like what you know, do you remember what happened? He wasn't even really a dancer. Was yeah, like, no that's a hothead. I mean, he was just like he was a hothead. Was, he was one of the homeboys. He was like a rider. He would come around and want to be like all of us. He'd want to fuck around and be on some b boy shit, but really wasn't up to par like a lot of us were back then. Yeah. Right. So he would take his anger out on some aggression shit right. to like have our backs. Yeah, like, let us know that he was down. Yeah, with like let, like showing his presence and always being down to ride. But at that moment, it wasn't really about no ride shit because we was on some just you know what I'm saying. Y'all was all family, right? Right. But he got high headed and but a nigga on our team ride. We gonna ride too, regardless of what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? He moved, we moved. But he wasn't a dancer like that. He was not a factor when it came to this b boy shit. But he was loyal in all areas outside of just the b-boy shit you know what i mean yeah so so yeah the tough thing back then in the 90s like the people you rode with like you you stood with them and so sometimes some stuff like that unfortunate events happen and i remember after that night i remember like we didn't really see you guys like that anymore but again that was on some kid shit back back in the day but i remember that one was like damn how do we how how do we get into it then I've turned down some incredible shit, dude, to stay with my boys. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Ride or die, that's what it was. But see, even at the end of the day, though, bro, it's like, like I said, when it came to our camp, though, nothing came before, like, us in our circle. We, like, lived together. We rode together. We was daily together. We danced together. We eat together, smoke together, drink. Everything was us. So if you wasn't, like, if you wasn't within this circumference, bro, then... You were outside of it, and you weren't a part of the team. Not that we didn't have allies and cats we didn't love and respect and get down with, but it got to a point where I was like, bro, it's all about us. Mm-hmm. Let's step out and do what the fuck we do. Right, right. That's just what it was. Yeah, the the, the 90s <laughs> were just a crazy time, right? Um, Hello. Oh, wow, crazy fun time, dude. I had a blast. But see, hold on. No, outside of that, though, bro, it was like – Outside of even just being B-boys, that's not all we were surrounded by at that time. We had real niggas, homeboys, and riders that used to step out to the venues with us. You know what I mean? So it was like we didn't just go out to break dance and leave and say we did a good job dancing. We used to, like, love the, the entertainment part and the party vibe of everything. But what came with that was homeboys that we rode with that weren't dancers that would bring that ruckus when we was out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. 
So it was like, if we stepped out and there was problems, we had like 15, 20 motherfuckers was like, we beating these niggas up. <laughs> it sucked because it would all come back on us. You know what I mean? Because it was like our name and not they, not they names and faces. It only reflected on us. Like those functions, well, they banned us from distillery for like six months. Right? Yeah. Like, so, you can't even come in here. Yeah. So when you, when you were talking, I guess when you were talking about like if if people respected you, maybe for the dance, but then once stuff started popping off, maybe then you 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 kind of your name got a little tainted because of that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it came with the territory though. It was okay though. We had to ride with that. Right. Right. Because we, we, like I said, when it came to the party vibe, we'd go out there to be on some b boy shit, but it was never always strictly that because. At the end of the day, we was back at Kearney Rec, you know, our little hub, a hundred deep in the back of the cul-de-sac throwing functions, dancing, shooting nice, drinking, and partying and keeping the night going. But a lot of cats stuck to, like, I guess the b-boy element, but we was connected into a couple of different worlds at that time, too, to where our transition, like, had us not just being about breakdancing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hip-hop, it... As much as it is life, like there's definitely things outside of life that uh, play play a big piece in your life. Um, I'm gonna no no yep. It's similar to it's similar to tag banging. Oh yeah, that was a big part of. You remember when Catch yep. used to write on walls, but it came to a part where uh, a part of time to where Catch was writing on walls with Glocks in their waistline. Right. Yeah, <laughs> shit got crazy. That was around the same time of our transition too. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and, and there was there was a very thin line between like a gang and a crew. It was it was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, someone's going crazy over there. Um, so my girl just got home. Um, I know uh, hip hop plays a big lo- uh, part in all your guys' lives. And uh, it probably never goes away. But I'm curious, like, at what point did you guys start moving away from, from, from each other? Like, did you guys break up as a crew, or did you guys just go your own ways? How did that all pan out? No, ne- never broke up as a crew. We we always gonna be crew, family, and team. I just think personally that we got kids. Real yeah, responsibilities, yeah, yeah. real responsibilities, like fall on us now. To where it's like I don't have the free time and that extra. I can just go spend the night and sleep on your couch and go do this for the next eight hours. I gotta literally keep a roof over my head. I gotta figure out my future and stability. Like a lot of my homeboys now, like all the responsibilities on us now. Before we had room to say, I, I ain't got to worry about gas and electric. I ain't got to worry about phone bills. I ain't got to worry about rent. I ain't got to worry about what, like whatever. It's right. just a uh, reality sets in to where it's like, bruh, I got to step it up as a man. And we all had to pretty much, you know, do our things as men. You right. know what I mean? Was, was there a certain time era, uh, like in that era? Did like 1998, you guys kind of parted ways, or you guys just one at a time? Just, um, I don't know a specific date. Yeah, maybe, maybe really what, what? way type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, one thing, one thing I remember is uh, when the sad day when when uh, Chad's mom passed. Oh, and, and that and that um in that house went away. You know what I mean? That spot went away. 
it, it changed it changed the the dynamic of of like you know of the crew or where who you know where you guys were gonna go because his spot was like default you know what I mean Chad um Nelson I, I think you're right bro yeah I think dude you just you just like hit a a point to where it it literally just woke me up right now what you just said was real as fucking I never looked at it like that. Like right. Chad, Chad's mom was our motherfucking foundation, bro. His Chad was our foundation. The garage was our foundation, and even everybody in that house. When it comes to his sister Heather, his brother Mike, everybody that lived in that house was like all of our energy, and that brought everything out of us. Was what this motherfucker's family had for us there. Once his mother did pass, fuck. It's crazy to say, but I think that's. When shit no. started going down for us, bro. No, yeah, exactly. Right. That's crazy. That's I crazy know, how you knew that. God damn. Well, 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 I, I mean, I remember I was there, like you know, some of the last moments, uh, uh, being in that house. I remember, uh, because even in between that time too, some crazy yeah. shit was popping off where people were coming, coming after Chad or coming after Crew. And we, we, no one had any weapons, so we grabbed, like, we grabbed sticks, we grabbed, like, uh, brooms, like, anything we could find, we had to grab them, because someone was coming to the spot. No, we had weapons. (laughs) Not not that day. Not that day. Hey, can I I take a a second to say something real quick? Go for it. I want to speak on the behalf of, of Chad's mother, bro. She was, bruh, before her passing, bruh, she was going to the hospital and not even letting us know what the fuck was going on. That's how G she was, just to make sure we was comfortable, bro. Like, she would leave to go to the hospital and come back after being diagnosed and, you know, what she was going through, G, but not letting us know what the fuck was going on. She was so fucking strong, homeboy. Like, she was our fucking, our ultimate backbone. She was like, she was definitely our second mothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. She would tell us the truth. She'd be like, keep it the fuck down, shut up and get out of here. But the next day, like, why aren't you guys practicing? Yeah. Sitting there smoking her cigarettes at the garage door, like, nice move. You know what I mean? So she yeah. was definitely our mother. You know what I, you know I, what I mean? Like, that. she was definitely our mother, too, and held us down on some G shit, man. But never let us see her pain, though. Right. Solid. Never did. Never did. Solid. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Miss Laurel. <laughs> All right. Well, we are gonna wrap this. You you guys have any stories before we before we wrap the end of this? Hey, I do. I do. Go for it. I was better than Novell and Chad. <laughs> Keep it real. Hey, yeah, you know what's crazy though? I still have them younger tendencies to where my old ass, no matter what, feels like I could still do shit from when I was back then. You know what I mean? Like I see these motherfuckers. I try to do a 1990. I get down, my hip fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, I got you. We could rock. Chad, can you still get down? Dude, I have a story for you. Um, me and my girl, we go to Florida, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago. And uh people were out there dancing and shit, right? And uh I don't think my girl 
she knew that I was a dancer. I told her stories of it and shit. But uh, she, she's never seen like what I could do. She didn't Where's know. She had no clue. And then uh, we get out there. Babe, where you at? Tell them about the story in Florida. We get out there, right? And uh, I just turned these fools out. I mean, I turned them completely out. It was ridiculous. I had I had this, this big old crowd opened up. A big old circle opened up. I mean, people were cheering. It was crazy. And you are feeling, did they, no, they just step no. to you or you stepped to them? They stepped. I stepped to them. And then he couldn't move the next day. It's okay. It was worth it, I'm sure. Hey, Nelson, Nelson, one thing. When we stepped out, it was like, we never stepped out like, I'm going to hop out and do these moves. Nigga, we just fucking, everything was a vibe. Like, everything was freestyle. Like, I'm going to... I'm going to step in grooving. I'm going to go to fucking crickets and four corners, 1990 jackhammers, like whatever the fuck it was. It was like, everything was freestyle. It was never anything planned. We, and the thing is we all connected and we knew if a motherfucker came out doing this move or having right. this style, we had somebody and we'd look over like, nigga, get him. Right. You know right. what I'm talking about? Oh, we knew who that? all oh, had the power. Sometimes. I mean, I would just make it up there on the spot. Yeah, that was one thing about Chad's ass. He would, we would be like, "Nigga, what the fuck was that?" <laughs> he would freestyle some crazy shit. Like, "Nigga, you was just doing a crab to a 90? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, we'd be at the pad practicing for the next week. The moves he just made up. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Gee, shit though. Yeah. I remember Sakari going, "Dude, would it be cool if I did this?" Or it would be cool if he did this, and then he's not busted out doing it. He's like, you motherfucker, I can't believe you just did that shit. Yeah. That was one thing this motherfucker could always do was we could name some shit that was sort of impossible. Like, nigga, remember when the double nickels came out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did the air nickels. Bah, bah, bah. Two of them in the air. We was like, we just changed the game, right? But nowadays, it's normal. Niggas is doing shit in the air. They ain't even touching the ground no more. Right. Back, back then, though, it was like, what the fuck? Oh, wait, what was the, um... Air 90s. The Air 90s, bro. Quit playing. Yeah, niggas invented some shit in that garage, bro. Ooh, I always tried to be, man, like, with some original power moves. You know what I mean? Like, power moves that you ain't never seen before or contorting the way, you know what I mean, uh, that nobody else has before. You know what I'm saying? I always try to yeah, keep your, it original. Yeah, your, your flexibility really was defining uh, your style. It was right cool. On. That's how I tried, to, I tried to be original in that, right. in that sense. Yeah, yeah. And so that was the, the G-shit about... That was that was the G shit about uh, those times. It was like we, we were birthed in the era of I don't know if cats remember this shit. Nowadays, it's normal to bite. Back then, it was like if you do some biting was fucking like illegal yeah. when it came to yeah. rap shit, or even when it came to b boy shit. Yeah, you would do normal breakdancing moves of other motherfuckers because that was what we were condition to do, you know, for our bodies and we couldn't think next, next, next level, which cats are doing now. But back then, like, we just tried to be better than each other. Like, we, we were each other's, like, bosses. Like, I wanted to be better than Chad and Novell. I wanted to be better than the cats in my camp because yeah. I didn't feel like anybody else was better than us at what we did. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. And, and you wanted like, to be original about it. In the garage. And you wanted to be original about it, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. But we loved it though, bro. We we actually loved it at the end of the day, man. We really loved that shit. We did. We ate, slept, and drank that shit. Yeah. Shit, I think we was one of the only groups that really had a mixed style that I can remember. Because like back then, it was either you you break dance or you was a groover. And I was like, well, right. why the fuck we can't do both? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why and, not? Why not mix them together? And we did. We did all I think we even did a little bit of techno shit or some. <laughs> we were. It was like a Tony. Keep it a bead. <laughs> Because when they had party crews, remember? Mm-hmm. We just wanted to be where the vibe and the music was at. I didn't give a fuck. Yep. Right, right. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up. I know we could stay on here for hours on end and talk about all the stories, but um, I just wanted to thank you guys for being on the show. You guys were a, a big impact on me growing up. Thank you for having me. You know what that. I mean? Um, so, uh, I don't know. You guys have any messages for someone that might be growing up and wanted to f- know what the vibe was like in the nineties. Cause people talk about the nineties because it was so live, but you could never relive it. What would be yeah, a message I mean, to someone? One thing I'll say is I think even outside of just B-boying the nineties, there'll never be an error greater than the 90s when it comes to boxing basketball football any athletic sports especially when it comes to b-boying though you know what i mean we like stood on our own and we learned from each other you know what i mean it was it was a whole different era back then but one one word of advice i would give to anybody growing up is just chase your dreams and stay solid i love it you love I'm going to say just, just keep it, keep being innovative. You know what I mean? Cause I'm still impressed with these young dudes doing what they're doing right now. I'm so impressed. I'm like, damn, he just did what? So keep being innovative, keep being creative and, and keep that shit rocking. Keep it going. Keep it pushing. Keep it moving straight up. Right. Right. Yeah. Chad, what were you saying? Love what you love, man. Love what you love and do it the best you can. That's all right. you can do. Right. I just want, yeah. Kind of just what you were talking about earlier. Like, being original, I think, is it would be a big key right there. Is the, for some of these people dancing now, I and and thinking back in the '90s, it was all trying to be original. When there were people from the East Coast, I remember in the East Coast, people saying, "This is how you needed to dance," and if you wanted to be boy, this is what you had to do. I remember back right. then, it was like, "Yeah, we're not gonna really do that because we're original." So, anyway, that's that's what I remember. Um, everyone here, uh, thank you guys, P-Funk, for being on the show. Uh, we might do a follow-up or something like that because I'm sure other memories are going to pop up, but I just wanted to thank you guys for being on the show. 100, man. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for having us on, man. Yeah, love all boys, B-Girls out there in the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lyric Boys, World <laughs> Peace, Urban Dynamics, Daisy Tribe, uh, everybody, man. Much love to Break all Break a leg. Break a leg. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, y'all. All right. Thanks for the wa- hey, uh, listening send me to that the. Footage, yep, I'm gonna send yeah, you that footage that for dope. sure. Yeah, send me that footage, please. I'll send you the link. All Thanks right, guys. Thank everyone. you guys for listening to the American podcast, where our diversity is our culture, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Peace, y'all. Online federal donations. See you guys.